Cheers. Chin chin. Salut. Schleunte. You're listening to the Palace Foods podcast. I'm Sharon Noonan and today I'm talking about coffee with Martin McEwan, hot beverage project manager with Palace Foods. Cheers. Chin chin. Salut. Schleunte. Martin, regardless of a cafe or a restaurant's size or what it's offering in terms of food, coffee is going to feature there in some shape or form. Absolutely. I mean, one of the most important products um, as we speak to uh, cafes or restaurants about is their coffee choice, their coffee selection. Um, What is a coffee shop without a decent coffee? It's just, you know, we often have the conversation with, with customers that, you know, if they get the coffee product wrong, they really can hurt their their full sales range. Um, coffee is a destination product now. So people follow where they think they're going to get a good cup of coffee. I do it myself. I drive past four places in the rain to get the cup of coffee I want in the morning. It's a real treat. Um, so yeah, so it's a very important part of uh, a, a choice for any restaurant or, or cafe. What advice would you give to somebody that's looking at their coffee menu and trying to decide what to put on it? Let, we'll start with the bean, for example. Well, I would always go with the best quality bean you can afford. Um, prices range out there, I suppose, um, from anywhere from €10 Euros a kilo for a decent quality bean up to €25, €26. Euros. You don't need to be at either end. Somewhere in the middle, you can get a very good quality coffee. Um, so my suggestion would be always a start off with the best quality coffee you can afford um, around that then you have the whole um, regional setups for coffee so you, you need to choose what flavors what's suitable for what you're going to be um, if you're a, an evening time restaurant uh, you're going to be doing an awful lot of americanos or black coffee so you need a very smooth arabica based coffee if you're a high street cafe you'll be using an awful lot of milky based drinks lattes cappuccinos mochas um, so you need a blended coffee. You'd need probably a 20% mix of Robusta. So um, just so it bites through the milk, so you have flavour. Um, so it's it's a choice, and and that's where you know a good coffee partner comes in. We can help you sit down, go through the different ranges, the different regional aspects of each coffee, and decide which one is better for your particular shop in your area. It's also very good because what has to happen as well, we figure out what your food offering is going to be. Because again. You don't want to have a coffee which overpowers your food offering. You want something that's going to work in tandem with and, and boost sales of each. I think that's very interesting what you say about what time your establishment is open and th- that that influences the type of product in terms of coffee that the customer is looking for. So it sounds like there's been a lot of research done into that. Well, massively. I mean, like any product, uh, you know, coffee is one of the biggest traded products in the world after gold and oil. Um, so it, it's there's huge uh, thought and, and, and trend following uh, done on the coffee. So, you know, if you're opening, if your business is generally in a, in a market area of Dublin, say, or any of the, the towns, if you've got business people going to work in the morning, they're going to want a good, sharp hit of coffee in the morning. So you're going to need a good, strong, robust coffee. Generally black coffees, because nobody drinks that much milk in the morning. It's too heavy. Um, lunchtime, early afternoon, you're talking... Generally, you're going to be meeting people who are going to be sitting down having cappuccinos or lattes or they're sitting down reading their paper or their books or they're relaxing. They're looking for something a little bit more luxurious. So again, you would pick your coffee to trend for that. And evenings, people just want to pick me up on the way home. So again, you're back to the strong, 
quick shot of coffee and off you go. A huge market research done into that in the companies. And again, regional uh, parts play in that as well. So it's whether you're in a city centre or your country or what. So yeah, we have, we have all the research done on that and we try and help you pick out what one is best for your, for your own outlet. You mentioned flavourings there. There's lots of different flavourings available and chai latte, iced coffee. I mean, the list really is endless. Oh, huge. I mean, you know, coffee is really only the base for everything else. So once you have your coffee sorted out, you then, I mean, the biggest trend, the fastest growing drinks at the moment are all your flavoured coffees. So whether you have your caramel flavoured latte or your hazelnut flavoured um, Americano, um, these all pay a part. Now, within that range, there's probably four to five flavours which are the sellers. You know, there's very few people who go in outside of Christmas and ask for a gingerbread latte. Um, but ev- all year round, you'll have sales of caramel macchiatos, you'll have sales of uh, hazelnut flavoured Americanos. Those are the, are the stalwarts. On top of that, the big, big push at the moment is blended ice drinks, so the likes of Frappuccinos. Um, they are just selling unbelievably. So you've got the, the base product, the bean the way that you want it. How important then is it to have a well-trained barista? There's the three key things in, in making coffee. There is a good product to start, a good machine, well-maintained and kept clean, and then your barista. If you have two out of that three correct, you won't have a good product. You need all three of them. And one of the key things that you know goes wrong, and it again is the human factor, if you haven't got properly trained staff, you won't have a good product at the end of it. And the trend at the moment is that people are following a good trained barista. It's like a good trained chef. If, it, if a barista moves from coffee house to coffee house, the trade follows them because they know that guy knows what he's doing or that lady knows what she's doing. They know how to make a coffee, so people follow them. So it is as important as the coffee and the equipment. You have to have your, your good barista. Is the equipment very technical? Is there lots of different variations of equipment there? Huge. And again, very much site-specific. So if you have a hotel bar and you want to do cappuccinos or lattes or that, you generally go for what we know as a fully automatic or a push-button machine. You'd see those in petrol stations, in retail shops, in um, the likes of hotel bars, where it's just, you know, you have staff who are part-time or in and out. They're not barista bars. You then move on to traditional level equipment, which we call the ones where you go into coffee shop and you see them, they have the handles and the person is making the coffee, it's handmade. Those are um, probably the most sought after machine. Um, That's the most uh, effort and technical that people get involved in it. However, they're not the most expensive because they are traditional and there's the human factor, you're making the coffee, they're not as automated, so therefore cost levels are lower. So cafes, if you go into a cafe and they have a push button machine, people automatically think, you know, you're taking the human factor out of it, it's like going in for a handmade sandwich. You know, it has to be handcrafted. So the traditional machine is is probably the most sought after machine and the, the one that most keen barista or keen coffee lovers would follow. If they walk in and see a traditional machine in there, they know that they're on a chance of getting a good coffee. And the cup then that it's served in is equally as important as what goes into it. Yes, our, our cupware people have always told us, but even down to the thought and the planning of the cup, the size of the cup, the size of the cup sets your recipe. 
So if you have too big a cup, your recipe won't be right. If you have too small a cup, again, your flavor won't be right. So the standard out there at the moment is an eight ounce cup would be your smallest. 12 ounce, ounce is standard. So that would be for a single or a double shot coffee. So you get your measures correct. Within that again, is whole dough flavor of um, how that develops in a cup. It's like a glass of wine. If you have a finer rim on your cup, you get a better drinking uh, flavor from the cup from the coffee. The thicker the base, the more it holds the heat, so the longer the coffee can be drank. Um, so there's a whole um, science to even picking out your cupware for a cafe. And again, we're lucky enough in Palace Foods, we have the experts in that that can come in and we can design a full stable of uh, cupware and coffee and equipment around that. So it's very much a one-stop shop from the bean, the ware, the machinery, training, servicing machinery. Abs- you can do it all. Oh, for sure. I mean, we're a one-stop shop as far as, um, you know, again, the key product for us is you, you pick out your coffee. If you require equipment, we have our equipment partner who specializes in that. That's Rob Roberts. Um, they specialize in only the best of, of coffee equipment. Um, we then support you with the product. Um, the training um, point of sale um, we have the experts in disposables down to your um, napkins your sandwich wraps uh, right through your cupware and your glassware for your lattes or your cappuccinos um, even down to the size of your spoon for your espresso it's really you know one stop shop you'd be amazed what you can find here and the attention to detail is very important yeah, absolutely you know one thing we are now is we're very discerning customers so your customer will come in and they will make a decision about you the minute they walk through the door we all do it it's a fact of life you know if you walk into a place and it doesn't look right or it doesn't feel right no matter what you have in there it won't be right so we put a lot of effort in designing both your menus your uh, layout we help you with your layout we help you with your staff training how even you're greeted as a customer when you walk through the door all these play a part, as much as a part as the ingredients. But it's, like we say, it's a one-stop shop. We do our best to, to try and bring the customer along. Again, a happy customer is a happy purchaser from us. Tell us about Palace Foods' own brand of coffee. Yeah, it's something we've done this year. We've, we've never had our own actual brand of coffee. We've always had partners which we've dealt with. Um, this year we decided that you know we, we have a range of products in Palace called the Salamander range. It's high-end patisseries, um, you know, biscuits, chocolates. And we made the decision that we would like to bring out our own cafe range uh, to go along with that. So we designed uh, our own bean, our own roast. Um, we put it in under the Salamander. The first one that we've brought out in that range is called the Classico. Um, that's an entry-level bean. It's a very, very, very good cafe bean. Um, brilliant in cappuccinos and lattes. Um, and it's selling very, very well for us. It's um, ro- hand-roasted for us in Ireland, and packaged and uh, delivered on our truck. So we look after everything from training, setup, um, point of sale, the whole lot for that. It's an exciting, it's an exciting product, and two more to come in the range as well. And where is that coming from, the bean? The bean in that one is we have, a f- it's 50% uh, Ugandan, uh, 25% uh, Brazilian Santos and 25% Colombian so it's a nice well-rounded coffee it's the blend makeup within that is 80% Arabica and 20% Robusta so it's a standard sort of traditional Italian mix of beans um, which again gives you a really really good thick crema 
Um, so if you get your Americano and you see that nice sort of Guinness head on the top of it, that's your crema. So that's, you know you've got a good, good uh, quality coffee when you're getting that. So it gives a beautiful crema, a beautiful flavour through the, through the milky drink. So we're very, very happy with it, very proud of it. Um, but again, two more steps on the ladder to come after this as well. So we'll be introducing a couple of more uh, in the range. Well, on that note, Martin, I think it's time now to go and have a taste of it. So thanks very much for talking to me today. You're very welcome. Thank you very much for, for letting me speak about it. Cheers. Chin chin. Salut. Schleiter.